Hi guys and welcome to Bible Bashing with Mac and Morley. We are here in the shed abroad on a very warm day. It's it's humid, isn't it, would you say? It's humid, but it's not the hottest day we've had. I'd rank it maybe third hottest maybe for the yeah. podcast. It feels like it's hoodie it's hoodie season. Like you could wear a hoodie or a t shirt in here like the last time you just wanted to <laughs> probably wear it. Being it on these or something. Yeah. Do you know what? I actually did that right? It's not in the shed with like another fella, because that'd be dead weird. But <laughs> when I lived in Australia, like an Australian summer was like unbelievable. And like the aircon was on, and I just used to lie in my underwear all day, just sweating like it was grim. But it was just like you couldn't do anything else. Like the, even getting a cold shower, the shower was warm. That's what used to infuriate me. I'd get like a, a tap water out of the tap, obviously, and it would just be warm, and I'd be like, no, no, I want it cold, and I'm turning the cold tap, but because it was that hot, it was just warm all the time. It's like every listener now is just imagining John McCready Bible bashing yeah. in his undies. In the brief. In the, the heat of the Australian outback. Yeah, just wanting, just wanting water and getting warm water. Mate, I was reading a, a book with my son last night. It's called Dinosaurs Love Underpants. And it starts and it talks about how dinosaurs became extinct. And it's because they were fighting over the caveman's underpants. <laughs> if you ever want to read a book of Asher, that is the book to read. Yeah, definitely. Definitely check that out. Dinosaurs loving underpants. Bro, <laughs> it feels like it's been ages since we last did a podcast. But it's not. It's been two, two weeks, weeks, isn't it? But I think so much has happened in this two weeks that... It's felt like longer, like you have literally ran a hundred K. Like like no exaggeration. A hundred K in the past two And I'm weeks. still here to tell the tale. Yes, tell us about it then, bro. What was going on with your mindset there? Where do I start? I always like, as I think I've said before, I like to set myself a challenge. And I came into the new year thinking I would love to run 100k, which sounds mental. It's really, for those of you that don't work in kilometres, it's really two marathons and then just below an extra half marathon. And I, I did it at the weekend and I loved parts of it, but as it got towards the end, it was just, it was killer. Um, just to confirm, it was in one day, Rainer. So it was in one day, yeah, 11 hours straight. I want to do 100k this year. I think, okay, I've got whole year to do it sure could do okay a day for yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, you did it like 60, in one day. 62 and a half miles and it was pouring with rain it was thunderstorming then it was next minute it was boiling hot and the elevation you know you're going up mountains and down mountains and there was like over 2,000 other runners and people are like crippled at the side really? of the road yeah, at points there was people like just falling out with cramp in their calves and i was having to like shove salt tablets in their mouth and help them get the cramp out but just yeah kept going and it was amazing but it was after the fact where i realized the damage i'd done to my body wow. i'm like driving home and tame i was like I've never seen you looking so grey, and then I'm like, throw it off. Yeah. Both ends, it's it's was nasty it? yeah, all crazy. at the side of the road, and then I've got blisters where I didn't even think you could get blisters, wow. like popping blisters on both feet, and blisters on blisters. Um, and I feel like I'm only just coming to my senses now. But when I finished, I was like Tamar, I was like T, I, I'm not gonna do that again. A few days later, it's like I need my next fix. I'm like I'm doing that next year. Oh my god. Um, so John, maybe you can join me. No. We'll don't. do a podcast at like 90k and see I, how good you are. I'll join in for the like the last like half a k. Like <laughs> yeah. And get a medal. Get a medal. Run get down medal. the finish line. Yeah. But what have you been up to? Because you've been busy as well. Yeah, I just I can't get over that. Like to be honest, like it's just 
I know people who've done like triathlons and Ironman and stuff like that and like I've always said to them, did you enjoy it? And every time they say no and they're like, I'd do it again though. Like, yeah, it just it's weird. I was speaking to someone like, about it today and it's like, it was a lady and she said it's like the same as when you give birth, you're paid. Obviously I said she was like, you can't compare what you did to us giving birth but they said it's that pain and then you get the baby. And you're like, never again. And then literally they say like a month later, they're like, oh, I'd quite like another baby. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, it's that thing. I was like, I can't do this ever again. And straight away, I was literally going on the on the internet searching for what I could do next. So I was like, wow. oh, I could run up and down Snowden. I could do 150K. But um, I'm going to take it easy for a bit because my yes. knees are in bits and I need to just, just recover. Just to disclaim, like, Ruben has no idea what giving a baby is. I reckon it's like running 20k or something that first 20k. It's like, but yeah, it's been a, it's been a two, busy two weeks. Really cool stuff's been happening to me, to my family. I'm still going through what we're going through, but it seems to be a lot lighter now. Also, as well, shout out Whittle, Youth for Christ. I will be starting a role there. I've so been working for Warrington Youth for Christ, and they've been cool, they've been great. and very supportive this time, but I will be moving to the Whittle Youth for Christ and being a youth worker. Youth Closer pastor. to home. Closer to home, yeah, 10 minutes away really, so I just can't wait man. I was travelling like to Warrington every day, which is sound, and I love sharing the gospel, and I love going in the schools and stuff like that, but now, like, not having to travel like an hour and a half every day. Do you feel like, like <laughs> do you feel as well, like, because you're, you've been based on the Wirral for so long, part of your heart's here, like, I'd be like, I'm pouring out into my own people, do you yeah. know what I mean? People that are living there yeah. and you can make a real difference, whereas Warrington, it's kind yeah. of like, love those guys, it's yeah. like the back end of Liverpool and Manchester in it, it's like in yeah. between. I used to always have this joke about Warrington as well. I used to say, like, Liverpool got rid of, like, everyone they didn't want, and then Manchester got rid of everyone they didn't want, <laughs> and then they just kind of met in the middle and started their own place, and it was Warrington. Um, nah, got nothing but love to Warrington. But, yeah, true, definitely. I, I often felt out of place. I think it's not even that far away, but the accents, the clothes, the, the sense of humour. They don't everything. play football. Don't play football. Do not play football, and if they do, they the sense of humour in the clothes. <laughs> Honestly, it is, bro. It's like going back in time. It was like <laughs> if it could like not offend anyone from Warrington or anything like that, but it was like Sports Direct exploded, and everyone was just wearing like that type. Ah, uh, Lonsdale, Lonsdale, yeah, like Lacoste Sportif and like all that. That, that that's probably an exaggeration, but it was kind of like that. But um, <laughs> now I'm excited, and, it, and it's weird, you know, bro, because I've always been. Even since becoming Christian, I've always avoided the widow for some reason. I've always just been kind of like, I guess it's like, do you know when Jesus talks about in the Bible? I'm not saying I'm a prophet in any way, shape, or form, <laughs> but you know when he's like, a prophet would not be accepted in his hometown. Yeah. I've always kind of felt like that, and I've always felt like I don't With really the wanna, will. Yeah. I don't want to pour into the widow and stuff like that, but it's mad because you, being a prophet, no. <laughs> you said. Yeah, a few weeks ago, months ago, you know, I really feel that, you know, God wants you on the widow and God wants you to pour out to the world. And I remember thinking, nah, I'm not done with the widow, me, bro. But, you know, what? I'm really excited to see what God's doing. And, you know, not just in where I'm going to be. I'll be in um, Bethany Church in Prenton, uh, based out of there, but just in schools across the widow. But just in general, I think God's really moving in Merseyside, the UK. Love it. You know, love and it's, it. And it's so exciting to see. So, we're in this shed, 
In the shed. We're in the shed and we're just going to talk again, aren't we? And I just want to say before we jump in with a few ideas that we have today, and I know you might take us in a direction that we're not expecting, but I've just been, and I hate to keep saying this, but so encouraged that so many people are listening, but the people that are listening are those, and you could be listening right now, but it's those that don't necessarily call themselves Christians. And I just think that's awesome that so many of you are tuning in and we're on episode seven. We just want to thank you for sticking with us. And I truly do hope and pray that wherever you are on your journey, that what you're hearing is just allowing you to understand that little bit more, what it means to be a Christian and follow Jesus. Because that was our desire and our aim from day one, was literally just as if you're in a pub having a drink with your mates and you're pulling back that curtain and saying, look, this is what it really means to follow a Christian, two normal lads that are just serving the Lord and this is what it is. So thank you for sticking with us and thank you for tuning in and sharing this where you can. Definitely, and shout out to all our listeners as well who, who we know who are listening, like Sean's mom and Sean's brother. Thank you. I think they're our biggest fans, but also I really appreciate them. And my mum as well. My mum's been listening to it. You, you, you know, love it, love it, love it. Barbecues and stuff. So, yeah, it's just great, isn't it? And I love that you can just come on and just kind of speak your mind because, like, we, we kind of have, like, pencil plans or or half printed off sheets of paper what you want to talk about and express but then when you get in front of like kind of the microphone or the camera that you've got for the first time all that pops into my head is stuff like dead random bro like underpants and dinosaurs dinosaurs, yeah well actually i was thinking this the other day and it's just dead random but i was like outside walking and i seen a squirrel in the tree right and I was thinking, do you know we were talking about apex predators and stuff like that the other week? <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, that squirrel's not an apex predator by any means, like, way, shape, or form. But if that squirrel wanted to attack me... If it went rogue and just, just jumped say, on yeah, you. Yeah, just say it ran up your leg. Just say I'm a squirrel and I ran up your leg now to bite your ear. Where could I get to before you'd react? Uh, just, I think you get me chest, I'd just give it, you a slap off. Yeah, it'd be yeah, all day. Straight yeah, away, do you reckon yeah, it's yeah, straight up there? A million percent. Yeah. I love what you think about when you're just going through your daily life, like yeah. the zombie apocalypse and yes. squirrels becoming squirrels. apex predators. Yeah. If I was ever like, I often think if I was ever abandoned or if I was ever on a desert island, like what would I do? And, you know, I think I like Bear grill stuff and I think about Lost. I've never seen Lost. You need you to it, watch Lost. But like, what would you do in that situation? Like cast away. Mm-hmm. Like, what would you do? Like, it'd just be like mad, wouldn't it? But then I think of Revelation, bro, the book of Revelation, because like, John, who like had that revelation of Jesus, he's on this island, and he? he's on an island on his own. Like that was his punishment. Like off you go to this island. So I was just like, wow. Like, what would it be like? Like, let's just say then, right now, just just for a few minutes, <laughs> me, my family, and your family get put on this like tropical island for like six weeks, and we have to like survive. What's the first thing you're doing? You probably go for a run around the island. Oh, I'd scout it out. I'd scout it out and run around see see who I can find. Um, I don't know. I'd be. Do you know what? I'd be absolutely useless because you've got some people that can build things. Yeah, I can't. Or they can that. hunt. Like I didn't do woodwork at school. I did cookery, and yeah, I can cook a cake when there's there's an oven. Do you know what I mean? But um, I'm not finding any fish or hunting any bears. I would be just a typical guy that would be like. What are you bringing to the table, yeah. Ruben? Come on, pull your finger out. I feel like Sean and Tamar would just be like the providers of that whole thing. <laughs> I wouldn't even be able to put up a tent, do you know what I mean? We'd be doing a podcast with no laptop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Try to stream it out across the ocean, no one's listening. We're on yeah. episode seven. We're not, I can't believe we're on episode seven. Episode like, that seven? Is, that is mad. It's a complete number, but... It, it is a epi- complete number. Episode seven. Like, again, don't want to keep saying it, but I didn't think we'd get this far. 
Like, no. Not when we're sitting in your house with that mad yeah. camera in the corner and we're just hoping for the best. Yeah, yeah. Episode seven, and it is a complete number in so many ways, isn't it? Like I've often said, like seven is God's number, mm-hmm. and I do believe it is. Like the seven days and the seven stars and Louis Suarez. Like I just <laughs> think the seven is God's number. It's the completion, man. And another thing that I've been really thinking about this week, and I kind of wanted to hit it off on the topic that we go on this week as number seven because i kind of feel like i really want to get in depth on things on the seventh episode like we kind come of on that's what we want over things but i really want to bring my shovel and just start digging on things so i've been watching like mad documentaries at the moment it's not about squirrels or islands or anything like that covid19 not no 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 pandemics <laughs> but i've just been like i was watching one like biblical ones so what i really love and it really blows my mind is like we put so much time into the bible reading the bible mm. thinking the bible letting the bible convict and change and guide you but i've been really like looking at stuff that's like kind of runs alongside the bible bro do you want to mean so like i was watching okay. this documentary the other, the other night and um it was a scuba diver in egypt and they found this coral which was like not like it weren't like a normal coral shape and they were trying to figure out why and it turns out bro that a lot of this coral was like shaped like chariots and chariot wheels and stuff like that so one of the obviously the explanation is that it's from when moses was going through the red sea part of the sea and then like all the chariots are going in and then the waves come down and crash them down and so it's like all the remains of that bro so i I was just watching this thing like wow like when i see it like that and i see like in a sense proof yes. of what the Bible's saying yeah. I'm like wow it blows my mind so when you see and like, like we talk about it in the Bible but then when you see stuff outside the Bible like confirming yeah, it you're so like, good wow. and it's like as Christians we walk by faith and not by sight but I truly believe that as Christians there should be a depth to our faith where it's not blind faith yes. because Many people have blind faith, you know, even atheists, they will have blind faith in evolution and these kind of things. And listen, they will take it as gospel, even though much evidence will point to different conclusions. But there are solid things that we can look at around the Bible that say, actually, this really did happen. And so there's, we'll never know fully, and there is an element to your walk with God that is faith and trusting that you are who you say you are. But there's also so many things like that where you go, this just solidifies me in my faith because these things point to the reality that what we believe is true. Yes, definitely. And I think for me, you just hit a nail on the head of why I would go and benefit from Israel. Mm. Like I wouldn't go to Israel to be like, okay, I'm going to get baptised where Jesus got baptised, therefore I'm automatically a better Christian. But I'd go and think, wow, this is... This is geographically where Jesus got baptised. This is amazing. This is so real. Good. Do you know what I mean? Or you wouldn't go to the mountain and think, okay, I'm going to go and have a spiritual encounter on yeah. this set mountain where where people might have in the past. Because yes. I believe, you know, what Jesus did on the cross is where he opened that door where you could have a spiritual encounter in the shed abroad. You yeah. can have it outside. You can have Praise it outside. You can have it anywhere. But I would love to go and see it and be like, wow, that's Jacob's well. Wow, yeah. that, that's the Mount Zion. Wow, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Jerusalem to, to I know that there's it brings a, lot a of, fresh reality yeah. to what you're reading in the in the scriptures Definitely. and you're going okay this isn't just this place that I'll never see and I'll never understand but actually I'm walking where Jesus yes. walked I'm seeing yeah. where Jesus rose Definitely. from the tomb I'm I'm seeing where they believe that he was crucified on Golgotha yes. you're seeing all these things and it just it's like yeah. 
Yeah, and whether, do you know, there, there are things in Israel where it's like, oh, this is where Peter's house was, or this is like the tomb of Jesus. And it's like allegedly, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it might not have been. But like the place where Jesus spent like 30 years of his life, Nazareth, is yes. like so small. So there is a good chance where you could sit on a rock or something or, or like walk a path. <laughs> And it's like, wow, Jesus walked his path, bro. Yes. Like, it's just, yeah, it's amazing. Sniffing up the sand. <laughs> seeing if it fell on his sandals just or something. swimming in the Sea of Galilee. <laughs> thinking, like, wow, my Messiah fished yeah. on this lake, bro. It's pretty cool. Like, it is cool. Maybe we will have to go out there someday. I know so many Christians that have been in our church even sends people out. And we've got wow. a great guy in our church. Has lived out there and is very studious and knows a lot of the history of... You know, the uh, Old Testament Paul. of Israel, Paul. And so it's fascinating to go with someone that can pull the strands yeah. together. But it's something that I definitely want to do in my lifetime. Oh, definitely, definitely. A hundred million percent. It'd just be amazing. I think we should definitely do like a Bible bashing tour of Israel, bro. And for our like 700 episodes or something, <laughs> we should just, uh, instead of a 100k run, we'll just go to Israel and just like, just do like a tour, man. That'd be... That'd be so good. I feel like you would have to do a tour though, wouldn't you? Like, I've often thought I'd love to go on my own or I'd love to go with like my wife or, or whatever, but I feel like you would have to go with like a group of years, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to just kind of really just tour it you out. Want that, you want to learn of the history and you want to be able to see the realities of where they can pull scriptures to life for you yes. through what they explain and what they saw. Yeah, definitely. So I think like before, like getting back to what I was saying, we kind of touched on something and bounced off it, but... So it's like stuff running alongside like the Bible. So I've been like looking at like other, do you know the Alpha Course? Where yes. On episode two of the Alpha Course, it's like who is Jesus? So just for people that may be listening that haven't heard of the Alpha Course, what's oh, the, definitely. just keep it short, what's, what's, what's the Alpha Course? 100% recommend the Alpha Course. It's just basically like a 12 week course for people exploring life's big questions or Christianity or even more established Christians just kind of want to rekindle that fire. You go in, you kind of watch video, you have a socialise, and then you answer questions or ask questions about like life or, or the, what the video is saying. And it's run by the HTB team, who are a church team from London. And they're really cool. It's really well put together, uh, middle-class video for, for people. Um, no, it is. It is do you reckon really it would sell better if they had me and you on? Just Definitely, we should do, we should do like... Uh, it'd be like Dragon's Den we'll go and see Nicky Gumbel and say look we want to sell this to you I reckon they'd be up for it bro Alpha was, Bible bashing that was one of my things <laughs> that like just as a side note it's like I, I love doing alphas I've done like 17 mm. alphas something like that I actually met my wife on an alpha course it was the first one I ever led and it was online during lockdown and that, that's where we really met and it was just great from there but, so cool um, I remember thinking, like, I really want to take alphas onto the streets yeah, yeah, yeah. and, like, into prisons or, you know, into places where, you know, people need Jesus. But what I'd love to do is make it, like, more, I don't know, more kind of relatable for people in those yes. environments. Because a lot of it is kind of, it, don't, it can come across quite, like, middle class, middle class and, like, southern as well. I'd yeah. love to do, like, a northern version where, you know, you're not going to Hong Kong on an advert, you're going to Birkenau <laughs> Yeah, but part of the Alpha Course, definitely recommend the guys. I think Life Church will be doing one in September, but that's Life Church in Bevington, so hit them up. But part of the course <laughs> is you will see a topic, so it's week two, and it's like, who is Jesus? And kind of like the authenticity of who he is. And part of it is, again, with stuff like running alongside the Bible. So it's like the Bible talks about Jesus, obviously, it's all about him, but then 
this episode looks at who else was talking about Jesus outside of the Bible. So it's like historians and it's mm. like looking at different writers and there's two writers in particular who it talks about and one of them's like a Roman scholar and the other one's like a Hebrew scholar, he's like a Jewish scholar. But they're both talking about Jesus but from like an outside point of view and it's amazing to see because one of them's like, oh he's like a troublemaker or he's like a rogue teacher. So, and it's really going alongside with, like, him at that time. And another one's, like, talking about his death. Mm. He's saying he was crucified at this time. Like, by historical evidence. Yeah, and it's Pontius like, Pilate yeah. was really a governor. Yeah, He yeah, really the time, made the decision to crucify Jesus, yes. and that took place. And it talks about, like, the alleged, as we believe, for real. But from his point of view, he's saying the alleged resurrection. Mm. But he's saying, it's not just, like, one or two people have said, He's risen. It's like a thousand people who, who have said this, you know what I mean? Yes. It's more than, and like loads of people. People outside of the faith. People yeah, loads faith. of people, yeah. So it's just amazing. And then also, as well, it mentions like John the Baptist and it says about like his death. Yes. So like he, he gets killed by Herod, and then Herod went on to lose a war, like a big famous war, and, and like no one could believe how he lost this fight. And this, like, Jewish scholars writing, like, he lost that fight because he had John the Baptist killed. Oh, and it was wow. like God saying this. You know, but that was his perspective, yes. which runs alongside the Bible. And yeah. I'm just like looking at it like, wow, this is this is real, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is for anyone who's kind of like me listening to this and really just enjoying these laughs that we're having where we talk about squirrels. But bottom <laughs> line is we talk about this message that is Jesus and it is real. And we believe it's, it with our whole heart. Yeah, it's, it's fully, fully real. And I was saying to someone just recently, a friend of mine who's not a Christian, I was saying, like, for me, there'll be some Christians that will say, I've had this experience of God and my life has changed, and so I'm a Christian. And that's all well and good. I believe that that's a starting block because Christianity is real. God will change your life forever. But I believe as Christians, we have to go deeper because... You could be in a cult and someone yeah. in a cult could say exactly the same. It may not be really true, but they could say, well, yeah, I, I met these people and then my life was changed forever. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. well, where's the evidence what you believe is true? And that's where you can go deeper into Christianity and you can Definitely. see the evidence yes. of the reality of Jesus actually being born, actually being crucified and actually rising from the dead. People go, what? That's, that's ridiculous. That's never happened and it never will. But you can see the evidence within the Bible, outside the Bible. You see that you'll have have people that that will break a lot of this down and they just say it's just so apparent what took place did yes. take place it wasn't that a few disciples saw jesus and they were hallucinating and then they thought i'm going to run with this message yeah. and jesus appeared to over 500 people even the jewish leaders at the time knew that he rose from the dead and so they tried to cover their tracks and these disciples it wasn't like they thought well let's start a religion and then get rich off it yeah. they literally died for their faith and it's like who's gonna die for a lie yeah. and there's just so much that we could cover but it's like we say if you're searching don't just say well I'm on the fence about Christianity, but no, I'm just going to leave it. Just say, look, if you're real, God, I'm going to search you out and I'm going to yeah. go deep into seeing if you're truly there. And there is a point where you have to take that step of faith. But search it out and find that it's true. Definitely. Go for it. Definitely. And there's just so much that happens when you do search it out. And, you know, I was never into reading. I was never into studying. I, I, I hated school. But when I started, like, really wow, this is true, this, and I started researching for myself, I was reading Bibles, I was reading books, and I felt like I was getting closer to God through this, and then obviously gaining knowledge as well, mm. and, and then that kind of led on to other things, but it is just amazing, and also as well, like, one of the biggest things, like, we kind of really want to talk about today, it's like, 
one of the flaws that we have, one of the biggest anxieties, one of the biggest fears of this world is dying. And you know, being like kind of what I'm going through at the moment with, with like the, this, this family thing going on, it has been like kind of like an overwhelming feeling or being around people who, who are thinking about it or you know, being in, a, in an environment that's sad and being a Christian in a, in a place that has this has been almost like a, a strength that has been supernatural in a mm. way, you know, because we know and we believe, it says it in the Bible, we believe it in our faith, that death is just like the beginning of something completely mm. new, bro, isn't it? You know, and it's... For Christians, death is not yes. the end, yes. you know? If you think to most of your peers, most of your friends, most people listening, we don't like to talk about death. No. in any way shape or form it's kind of like it's that thing that we just keep to the side yeah we just think it'll happen to other people but it won't necessarily happen to us but the reality is it will come to everyone's door yeah. and as a christian we have this hope that after death there is another life to come yes yes definitely and, and that doesn't mean like as a christian you won't face this mm -hmm. you know we're not saying like give your life to jesus and you and you get like that bulletproof vest where you'll never die or you'll never get ill or you'll never experience hard times because you will and, and Jesus what I love about him even more is he foretold this he says you know if you're going to be a believer of mine this is what can happen to you mm. this is what you're going to go through but don't worry about it because once you've gone through that yeah I'm going to give you the crown this of is life not, this is not this the is end so much bigger and it's almost like a celebration then isn't it yeah there's a apostle Paul who we've, we've mentioned a few times he talks about it like a race and he says, finishing the race strong, the race of life, he wants to finish it. And he's in a situation where he knows where the next location he's going to in his life. He says to live his Christ, yes. to die his gain, it's like to win-win. Yeah, win-win. That is what it means to be a Christian. He is saying, I am going to live my life like Jesus, or I'm going to die, and I'm going to go to him. Yeah. So it's like, this is, this is where I'm at. And, you know, it's not ego, it's more of a relationship and it's just knowing that we are going to somewhere better yeah. after death. I just think that there's so many people and I just want to just, just harbour on that thought a little bit more because death is very much the elephant in the room and there's going to be a lot of people listening where they do avoid thinking about it yeah. and if they do think about it, there's an anxiety there. I remember when, I don't know about you, I remember when I was a teenager and you just thought that you would live forever like you never say that but you just thought life is long let's just like live let's have fun but i don't know about you but i'm 33 now and i've got children and i'm still relatively young mm. but more and more i start realizing man life is going fast and i'm yes. not going to be here forever and life is the bible says life is like a vapor yeah, yeah. and a lot of people like to stay so caught up in life they never want to think about where they're going yes. when they die and the bible answers and talks a lot about what's to happen and take place after yeah. we die and so like just thinking like death is that elephant in the room it's that taboo subject and it haunts us and many of us we feel helpless and i even see it as like a monster that destroys everything in its yeah. path and i feel like a lot of the world is like, they're crying out saying, is there anyone that can defeat this monster? Is there anyone that can save us from this monster yes. and bring us through what it's trying to take us into? 
And the reality is, as we've touched upon already, Jesus was that one that already has yeah. defeated the monster, that when he died and took our sins to the grave, he rose again three days later, victorious over death. And when we put our trust in him, when we receive him and say, Lord, I'm going to follow you, I'm going to trust you, I'm making you Lord of my life, then we receive yeah. eternal life. We receive yeah. the beauty of the life to come after death, that death yeah. is not our end game, as we said, but to die is gain and we go on to, to better things. Yeah, literally to die is gain. Do you know what's amazing while you were saying that? Like, it is a monster in the room and I've often spoke about like depression and anxiety as being almost like a shadow that you can do certain things to like keep away from you. So to like someone like running from the shadow, I have this image of like Peter Pan, you know, where he's mm -hmm. like chasing the shadow and stuff like that. Yeah. I have the reverse image where like the shadow for me is like anxiety and it, and it can creep up on you but you can do things in, in to put it into place to stop it so whether that's eating well you know going to yeah, the gym sure. sleeping uh, going for runs all this kind of thing but that will only keep stuff away like momentarily for I'm not so saying long. never stop doing that but it, it, it caught up with me to a point when I felt like oh it was in front of me yeah. and it was that shadow but the way to beat it for me was through Jesus by so being good. like you know what Jesus I'm going to focus on you and it's like this like weird image that like I had this like kind of thing where this guy's like trying to like get rid of his shadow and he's trying to hide in other places but the shadow's just becoming bigger. Yeah, and the best wow. way to do it was just to look at the sun. And you look at the sun and it takes away the shadows. So and good. I had this image of like, oh I'm gonna look at the, the sun. The oh, SOM. Oh, bro. <laughs> and it's just gonna be yeah, the SOM. It's, <laughs> it, it's it's so true and it's like people in this world they will they won't ever think about death, but they'll think about how do I prolong yes. that death yeah. encroaching on me. So like we joke about COVID, but some people will say, Well, to avoid death, I'm gonna take the vaccine. Others yeah, say to yeah. avoid death, I'm not gonna take the vaccine. Other people will go on a fitness trip, they'll go yeah, to the gym, yeah. they'll work out, they'll eat healthy, and that's all well and good, whatever you decide side but the reality is death that monster is still coming for Definitely. you unless you receive jesus yeah and it's amazing when, when we talk about that as well that monster is still coming for you we have this image of like how do we beat this monster oh, i'm gonna fight it with my sword i'm gonna fight it with my stick i'm gonna fight it physically but it's just like no jesus has won by dying he didn't fight it like like how we picture like a, a hero coming in and saving the day he fought it by dying he took that death and was like hey is that all you've got like i had this like weird thing bro i was reading the screw tape letters by okay, c.s yeah. lewis mm -hmm. and it's like it's, it's so c.s lewis great writer a line of which in the wardrobe um he best wrote, mates with tolkien he yeah, did lord of the rings tolkien, lord of the rings ruben's favorite book <laughs> um which is like harry potter <laughs> <laughs> But so this in this book it's like an older demon writing to a younger demon and I had this like kind of picture after it and I was like imagine what it would have been like in hell the day Jesus got crucified bro like they would have been having like a big party like the devil's on his throne cracking open the champagne <laughs> like we smashed it we've won death's won game over and then Jesus rises from the dead bro and I pictured this like all the demons gutted like hung over Round the throne, they're all like, oh, what do we do now? And they're all fuming, we've lost this. The saints of the devil, why are we following you, mate? Yeah. We've just lost, you just lost. And, and he's just gutted and he's like, okay, Jesus has won by conquering death. But what we can do now is focus our attention on people. So we send them people, you know, his fellow mates onto the wow. earth, like, boom, depression, got them, sort them out, anxiety, go and get them, heart disease, go and get them, cancer, go and get them. But the way to win, is already been done and that was through jesus so, so it's like okay 
let's get on that winning side and be like, Jesus, I can't beat this on my own. Yes. But I can beat it with you. I love you know that. I, mean? I love that. In in the Gospels, in the book of John, in John 11, Jesus says, he says, I'm the resurrection and the life. And he says, you know, whoever believes in me, though they may die, they'll live. And anyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. And that yes. can sound a little bit complicated. You may need to rewind that back and listen again. But what he's kind of saying there, <laughs> it's so good as he's saying like, you can have life in me and all you have to do is believe in me. Yes. But even that speaks to me that it's like, as you said with the demons and we're gonna go after this person and that person, Jesus has already won the victory for mm. each and every one of us. But we can't just haphazardly say, well, it's won, so I'm just gonna go through life and hope for the best when this life finishes. Yes. Some yeah. people live in this false hope and we say, no, Jesus has said with his own words that we have a part to play yes. as a condition. We have to believe. I always say it's like at Christmas time when someone gives you a gift. If you're to enjoy the fruit of that gift, you have to open it. You can't yeah, just look yeah. at it and go, oh, that's a nice gift. If you wanna receive what Jesus has paid to give us, that eternal life, then you have to yeah. open it and receive it. And that's what we need to do. And for people listening, it's like, just give your life to Jesus, surrender your life, let him in. Yeah. And you get given that gift of yeah. eternal life. Yeah, it's like, you know, that Jesus at the door, Scott McNara. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. says, you know, you've got that check, but you need to cash it in. Yeah, like, so Jesus good. Jesus has wrote it, but you need, to, you need to cash it in. And a lot of the times, and this is going to sound really like, I'm I don't apologise, but I, I do apologise for the way it might come across to some people. But a lot of times I do have conversations with people who are going through a really bad time. And they will say things like, I know they're looking down from heaven from me. Do you know if, if they lose a loved yeah. one or, or something like that? And they go, oh, I know I know my auntie is looking down from heaven. Yeah. And a follow-up question that I kind of have is, did your auntie believe in Jesus? Mm. And they say no. And I... <laughs> There'd be a part of me, bro. And again, I, I don't apologise for saying this, but I apologise if it comes across in a way that is received bad. But I don't believe that they'd be there if they don't yeah. believe in Jesus, bro. Well, that's not the gospel. Yes. I, I think of John 3.16 that many people know inside and outside the church. And it's for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him yes. will receive eternal life. Definitely. And it's very much that, again, it comes back to this whole thing of death that we don't like to think of. We want to live how we want on earth. We don't want yeah. to get into this whole Jesus stuff and Christianity and all of that. We just want to live for ourselves and make ourselves Lord of our lives. But the reality is, if we want to experience that life to come, heaven, that reality, that we would receive that new life in him, then we need to, yeah, we need to, we need to receive him. And I get it. People will say stuff like, yeah, they're in a better place. Yes. Or, yeah, I'm just, you know, he's looking down on us. But it's like, you know, that's not the reality of what the Bible teaches. The Bible teaches that because of the sin that we've embraced yeah. and the rebellion that we've taken on board against God, that there is a judgment to come. Yeah. And we can choose to receive Christ in this life or we can choose to reject him. And yeah, it's very wow. serious. And that's Christianity. And it, that's an undiluted gospel that is not always preached. But you have a decision. And I don't want to get too heavy. I realize we haven't had many jokes on this, but you may be listening 
listening right now and I just want to say, look, you're seven episodes in. I want to say stop sitting on the fence and I just pray that the conviction of the Holy Spirit, listen, there's a difference between conviction and condemnation. Condemnation, when you feel really guilty about Mm. something that you've done, it draws you away from the Lord. Conviction is from the Godhead, it's from the Holy Spirit and it draws you into the Father's arms and conviction will tell you I've got to get right with God because I don't know where I'm going. This life is a vapour. Listen, we like to think that we'll live to 100 and we can get right with God 40 years from now and just live the high life. But the reality is no one knows what's around the corner and you don't know what tomorrow holds. And the reality is, and we've talked about this on previous podcasts, on episodes gone by, but we like to believe the lie that actually our best life is living separate from God, the God who created us. But actually, if you want to experience abundant life, the Bible talks about eternal life, not just being one day, but it's as soon as you receive Jesus. If you want to receive that life today, you can experience everything that you were born for in this moment. So we would encourage you, don't mess around, but just get right with don't mess around, man. Don't, do not mess about. You know, it talks about in end times in the book of Revelation, the last book of the Bible. It talks about in end times the sky is going to split and Jesus is going to like. This split is the heaviest episode. And, and this is going to be end times, but there was a quote by Eric Gilmore, who I absolutely buzz off, by the way, just to let you know if you want to YouTube him, Google him, Eric whatever. Gilmore. He is the man, but he said. You know, Jesus is going to split the sky at end times. You're only going to see that and know it if he's splitting the sky in your heart every day. And I was just like, wow, that is like a mic drop moment, bro. We need to get him as a guest. Like, I know you know people who know people, bro. So, like, can we get him as... <laughs> we'll get him on a Zoom. Get him on our, be able first, to fly it in. our first ever Mate, guest. Mate, do you know what? That'll be the funniest podcast episode because we won't say a word. We'll go, hi, we've yeah. got a guest called Eric Gilmore. And then he'll just speak for 60 minutes and we'll yes. just be like, whoa. So you met Todd White, didn't you? What yes. was he like in person? He was amazing. Like, I'm I'm the kind of person, especially the age that, that I'm at now, I don't like to put anyone on a pedestal. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not about that. I've never been one that wants to get around the who's who in the Christian world. And, you know, I, I couldn't care less. But I remember when I met Todd, and it was just like, as he talked to me, it was like he just radiated the love of God and yeah. Jesus. And I remember leaving that experience thinking, that's what I want to be like. I'm not perfect. He's not perfect either. But I want to, in every encounter that I have with people, I want to leave them. Wow. something of God and I don't so always good. do that but it's a challenge where I want them to encounter Jesus through me I want to have a conversation and then they leave to go to their friend and say I met this weird bloke called Ruben he has this yeah. mad podcast with his mate John called Bible Bashing but he talked to me as if he knew Jesus and Jesus lived in his heart that's what I want do you know what I mean it's interesting you say that because I've all blown smoke and Sean will vouch for this Sean buzzes off you my wife for, for those who don't know but she buzzes off you because she says you are the most like Jesus person she's no. ever met, bro. And I'm like, oh, no, I read my Bible more than you. Buzz like, you joking? But I and I could be all like, oh yeah, yeah. But I I see the real me and I know that like I need grace every day. Yeah. Um, that I'm not there. Do you know what I mean? You haven't seen me drive down to London when people <laughs> cut me up on the motorway. And the reality is, like, I'm just like God. I want to be more like you every single day and I want when I don't live like him I want to be convicted in that sense I don't want to live this life trying to get away with as much as possible because God's grace and his love covers me but I'm like God tell me when I'm not living as I should be living because I want to represent you well and I want to love the people around me yeah like and that's why we do this podcast is because genuinely we're not doing this for a hobby or because it just gives us something to do or it makes us feel good because people are like whoa they're cool they're two Christians doing this podcast it's like we genuinely 
love people and we want you to encounter and walk in a relationship with Jesus. Not so we get a tick on our scorecard or yeah. look at them, they're amazing. God's going to be pleased with us. It's like, no, God's going to change your life and we want to see you experience eternal life with the God who made you. Definitely, definitely. It was um, fun. So Ruben was saying about maybe doing a quiz, uh, his lyric or, or Kanye <laughs> lyric for me to do. And that's something I would definitely like to do in the future. But there is a set Kanye lyric. I'm not really big against Kanye West or... or Mate, I was user. obsessed with Kanye. Oh, yeah. I used to, honestly, I used to... I've seen him seven times live. What? I, I used to proper pray for his salvation. I'll be like, get him, God. Get him, God. Did you like his, like... His Christian album then. Oh mate, off. I was buzzing. That was like that year was my heyday when he released Jesus <laughs> is King. I was like in the glory. I was just well, like, this is it, we're done. There's a lyric to one of the songs that you'll probably know where to wear, but it says when I get to heaven's gate, I won't have to peek, peek over. over. And I think like that's what it means, bro, to be yeah. in a relationship ah, with God. So good. We're Come not, on, Kanye. We're not going to heaven just to get in by the skin of our teeth or or, or just to make it in barely. I'm going in, bro. Yeah. We're going in. Boldly. We're not doing this podcast because we want to get saved. We're doing it because we're already saved. Yeah. And we want to so share that with other people. Yeah. And anyone who's listening to it right now has that opportunity to be like, am I saved? Yes. And it's like, okay, am I in a loving relationship with God? Yes. Yes or no. And if not, then guys, it's up to you to do it, you know, and, and you can do it at any moment. And I do it on a day-to-day basis. The certain things I've done, maybe I've spoke to someone in a horrible way, maybe I've snapped, maybe I've thought about it, maybe I'm holding on to something, like a grudge too long. I can so just be like, God, oh, do you know what? Help me be a better person today. Help me let go of what so I'm harboring. and help me do this because you don't have to do it. The God in you can do it. And it's like Corrie Ten Boom says, and it's a quote that I absolutely love, and it says, if you look at the world, you'll be distressed. If you look within, you'll be depressed. But if you find Jesus, you'll be at rest. And I feel like, just to switch this up a bit as well, I think this podcast is just as much for those that are listening that are Christians because we're called to keep the gospel ever before us. And there's some of you that may be listening and you would say, yeah, I'm a Christian. Yeah, I go to church. Yeah, I sing the songs. Yeah, I try to read my Bible when I can. But you just feel far from God and you feel distant. And I want to remind you that Christianity isn't about fire insurance to escape hell. It's not just about where we go when we die, but the God of the universe desires an intimate relationship with you. And if there's not a vibrancy in your walk with God, if you don't wake up in the morning, that isn't to say you don't go through difficult things, but if you're not waking up in the morning with an excitement in your soul for the things of God, he wants to take you deeper. And that may be for some of you that do, you're going to church faithfully, but it's like, that's not all Christianity is. Christianity is not just going to church. It's not just saying a prayer. It's not just being masked in religion. It's knowing Jesus Christ and his Holy Spirit, which he sent to live within you. And it's so fulfilling because as we talked, I think it was on the pilot episode. What was that quote by... um, one of those guys, and I've forgotten his name then, I've forgotten his name now, but you said it's like um, God created us with a hole in our hearts or something, and it's like yes. we, it heaven or whatever. Oh, yeah, St. Augustine. That's it, that's yeah. the fella. Yes, he said that God has took his heart and ran away to heaven. That took one? our heart and took ran away heart. to heaven. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's kind of like... That God-shaped heart. Yeah, and we need heart. to receive him to get that back. Yeah. Like, no one's going to be fully satisfied. Definitely. And, Definitely. So jump in, episode jump in. Seven. This is this is where we're at. This is episode. This is the seven. completion in it. This, this is, is like completion. oh my word. This is fullness. Like yes. I mean, this is just yeah, pretty heavy and intense. But 
Do you think as an evangelist then, bro, I'm not sure how long we've got left, but something I've got time. We can I really want to touch on. Yeah, and part of the evangelism thing for me, it, so as an evangelist, an evangelist basically means to share Jesus. Mm -hmm. For mm -hmm. those who don't know, uh, it's to share Jesus with people or the unchurched or, or the church. And, and equip the saints as well. Equip yeah. the saints for service. And that's one of the things I was going to ask as an evangelist, bro. What hurts me more is not people not knowing Jesus, it's the church thinking they know Jesus, but their actions are completely like yeah. the other way. And again, in that last book of the Bible, in Revelation, in one of them, I think it's chapter three, the church of the lady who's the CEO. Mm -hmm. Jesus talks to this church and says, like, Neither hot nor cold. Yeah, you're either hot nor cold, but there's another one as well where he says, You're great as a church, but you haven't got that love okay, for me yes. like you had before. And I think as a Christian, bro, that gets That's me, right. fires me up because I'm thinking like, wow, maybe, maybe I'm not. Yes. I was on fire for God as I was an hour ago yeah. or yesterday. It's so, it's so convicting. Like I always say whenever I preach or even when I'm not preaching and I'm just coming into a room, this is when I say it to myself, not on the microphone, but it's a challenge. But when I'm in the right place, I always walk into a meeting or a service or whatever. And I say, Lord, I don't want to leave the same as how I came in. Yes. And I also say, like, I just want to experience at every moment possible that born again, again experience. And some people, even yeah. Christians, may say, Ruben, you're just a bit over the top. <laughs> but I believe that we should, yes, I get it. And I've heard it say that, yeah, when you first give your life to Jesus, you're on fire, you're burning. It's this, this radical new life that you've experienced and then you've got to get back to doing life. But at the same time, I believe that every day we should be captivated by God. Yeah. I'm not there. You know, sometimes I get busy with the kids and I get busy with life and I get stressed out on stuff. Yeah. But I know that there's a place in God where I'm so fulfilled and other people experience him through me and their lives are changed. And that's not a works thing in my mind. Yeah. It's not like I've got to do this and got to do that. But it's like I want to get to that place where I so see him clearly that I'm just oh. so passionate to amen. live as Christ, to die as gain. Yes, amen. Amen. And that, that's where I aspire to be as well daily. And I'm not there all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I might think I'm going to watch a, a movie tonight. <laughs> I'm going to watch a squiddle biting someone. You know what I mean? <laughs> or I might think I'm going to watch something on Netflix or, you know, other things. And. But I just want to be. I want to be there when I'm talking about it to you. When I'm talking about it to other people. When people are saying to me who are non-Christians, what does it mean to be in a relationship with Jesus? That's what it is, bro. I just want to be at his feet, mate. You know what I mean? Mm. I want to be cuddled in. I want to be sat on his lap. So I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest yeah. with you now. I just want to pick your brains a little bit because we're just flowing, and I'm sure that people are gonna be really enjoying this, whether they're saved or not, whether they know Jesus or not. But if you were in a position now where you weren't a Christian, like you're thinking back to your old life and let's say you tuned into Bible bashes yeah. or Bible bashing. Crazy. crazy what, would you be what would you be thinking? Like as oh. you're listening to the, the John of Old is listening to the John and you. It depends really because I, I was really open to, to things. I, I was searching so hard, bro. Like I really was. I look back on it now and even though if I was in a room with comedians and I seen me and you now, I'd probably rip us a little bit and stuff like that. <laughs> Say bring it on. There would be a part of me that's like, wow, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind that in my life, a bit yeah. of peace in my life, yeah. bro. You know, the Hebrew word shalom is a, is a fullness, bro. It means complete, but it also means peace over chaos. My life back then was pure chaos, bro. Really? And I was searching for that peace. Wow, wow, and I'd wow. often like, tune in to people who are thought they've got the missing piece yeah. he's doing kundalini he's doing yoga he's doing dmt he's doing ecstasy he's going into a cult in, in, 
whatever it is, you know, I'd be like, they've got that missing piece that I'm needing and I'd be trying it, bro. And I'd be trying it over and over again, maybe multiple things at different times and, and there's a line that got me and it was way before being a Christian but it made so much sense to me and it was by Einstein and he said, the definition of insanity is trying the same thing mm. and expecting different results. And I was like, I've been trying the same thing over and over again wow. and expecting different results, man. And I was just like, I need, to, I need to do something else. So if I was listening to me now, there would be a part of me that's like, okay, I want to search Jesus out. I want to invite him into my life. I want yeah. to see what this Jesus is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a Bible yes. and I'm going to go into it. You know what I mean? I'm going to watch The Chosen, yes. bro. You know what I mean? Chosen. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to go and speak to Mac and Molly. I'm going to send a message into them. I'm going to seek whatever it is they are talking And again, about. I don't want to judge where anyone is at, but sometimes I think there may be some listeners and they just need to hear this. It's like, it's time to get free. Like we've joked about this in the past, but I remember being in school and we joke about it being a wolf pit and in school, everyone yes. is trying to fit in and you're trying to live for the approval of people and you want to be cool and you want people to respect you. But sometimes we carry that into our adult life and it's like, well, I don't even want to explore this because people will think it's uncool or what will yes. they think of me and my yes. family will think. And it's like, come on, mate, just, just get a grip. We've said this life is short. And if Jesus is real, if he loves you, if he died for you, if he rose again so that you could experience life and wow. life in its fullness explore it out who cares what the fella down the road thinks yeah, like yeah. i know for myself i live so long just trying to live in a way that uh, so other people would accept me yes. and i'm like i'm done with that now i couldn't i genuinely there are times when i'm like actually do i need to rein this in and do that and 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 god's like nah reuben just yeah, just be yeah. you but it's like I'm past living a life where I'm trying to be cool and trying to fit in. Like, I've encountered you the are Savior. Cool, though, bro. Thanks, mate. I appreciate cool. that. I appreciate that. Um, I've still got my hair, so that may be what it is. Thanks, mate. Appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate that. I give you compliments and I get like a little backhand. Mate, you've got a boss beard, though, to make, to make up for you it. You are a pretty cool person, though. Every time you stand up on like stage to like preach or deliver a message, I just see like a flash of. Now everybody in the two or three, <laughs> put your hands up and put a two one two. Two one two, yeah. yeah. Ah. yeah that's what I see. But yeah, man, I think you're completely right, and I think you know, just letting go of of what you are to what you will become in God, and it's and it's different. It's scary, but it's amazing. And those fears, I get it. People build their lives up. They have people around them, and they're like, "If I jumped into this, yeah, what's it gonna look like down the road? Will I have to let some things go? Yes. Will I have to let go of these vices and that vices? What will my partner think of me? What will my family? They get. I've got a good friend, and he said that he just got fed up with his life. It was going mm. down the pan. And he made the decision to step inside of a church Amen. and give his life to Jesus. Wow. And his family in that moment were like, this guy's joined a cult. What is going on? Sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> but the reality is he, he lived that out. He walked that out. Yes. And people later down the line saw his faith in action. And they were like, no, this is real for him. And I believe that for his family and for others, like the Lord will work on their hearts as well. But that's the reality. It's like no matter what people may think, they'll see when the rubber hits the road, something real about what you've decided to do. Definitely. And Christianity is not a cult. It's not a cult. <laughs> it's not a cult. <laughs> but also as well to share this message to a Christian believer who is listening to this right now. Pull your finger out! Yes, that's what I want to say. Something <laughs> along those lines. Because sometimes we can get like mixed into like the 
the culture of church and like the institution of what church is and it becomes a fashion show and it becomes I have to act in this way or I have to put my hands up in the air and sing and I have to be seen in my best outfit in a different outfit or mm. I have to look like this, I have to sit with them, I have to go with them, I have to think this. No. Come back to that love that you had for Jesus Amen. the first time you felt it. And if you don't feel it and if you feel cold right now or you feel whatever, just invite him in again and just be like, God, I want to know you again. I want to feel you again. I want to be with you again. I want to just be in your presence again. I invite you in afresh right now. Woo! <laughs> Man. Man. I think that's a good I think that's a good way to finish the episode. Yeah. I'm pumped up bro, I feel like I don't know. I feel good. I feel, I feel good. I think we just yeah. preached it ourselves for an hour. In fact, if that's what the people want to hear, then that's what they get. But um, yeah. like, I feel, I feel stoked, and it's because Jesus is alive. And Definitely, man. Yeah. yeah. I think it's because we prayed before this. Ruben's fault, this guys. <laughs> it, it, it maybe anyone's listening. We can't to this. do this every week. People want humor, and we, yes. we're giving them no humor today. No humor. No humor. This is Ruben's fault. He did. He prayed before we uh, we did the podcast today, and I think. We're just riled up and, <laughs> and fired up and ready to go. We're just going knocking down some doors. Now, let's get our JW act on, Jehovah's Witnesses. Go knocking on some doors. Do you know, I stayed in a, in a hotel once and uh, I was doing a comedy and it was on, on the road comedy and um, they, they had a conference, a JW conference was in the hotel, bro. And honestly, like, I was like, so like, this is how like immature I was as a comedian. But I was like wanting to wait until like three in the morning or something like that, and then just go and knock on all the doors. <laughs> <laughs> I went. I mean, that's quite funny. Well, given the taste of their own medicine, yeah, be like, how'd you like it? <laughs> then do you know what? A lot of them are lovely people, and we haven't got time to go into. Maybe another episode we can we can look at Jehovah's Witnesses and what they believe and all those kind of things. But a lot of them are deceived and they're brought into this cult, and then they're trapped, and yeah. then they will lose everything if they ever leave or go their own way. Yeah. But I, just the other week, I was picking my kids up from school and there was Jehovah's Witnesses outside the co-op, you know, at the top of town lane. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 this is where I was like, you know, Jesus turned the tables. I was like, this is not a not place for watch. Not on my watch. And I was so close to going up and having a conversation. Tim, I was like, I'm glad you didn't because I was just like, no, <laughs> not allowed here in Jesus' name, you got to go. But I just prayed and they haven't been back since. So I'm hoping that that was, that was the prayer. <laughs> but I might have to have words now because I've actually said it, but I'm just like, no, you're not. You're not, yeah. We're yeah. not. We're not doing that in Bevington. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the Lord's land, Bevington. You know. You know I got caught once, bro. Uh, I was coming back off a night shift, and um, so I used to work nights in like a student's accommodation. It's like a night security, and I'm just rolling through town one day, and there's this like these guys were in, and they were doing Muslim guys, and they were handing out like Qurans and stuff like yeah. that, and they were like, "Can we just stop here, bro?" And and and, and just and they were evangelizing me, or just so tired and that and I was like oh bro I'm a Christian it's okay and he starts like debating me hard bro like he was waiting yeah. for it with his gum shield in <laughs> and he was like tell me where where Jesus says he's the literal son of God and I was just like my head had gone <laughs> I was just like I can't deal with this right now and I was like so tired but I just it was like oh in um in, in the book of John John 4 he, he meets the woman at the well he says he's the messiah the messiah I am he and he's going, no, no, where does he say he's the literal? And he was just going for me, like, non-stop. And I was just like, I can't deal with this guy. Like, it was, but it just, that's what it felt like. And I come away thinking, he, he was recording it as well. He had, like, a, a little oh, camera yeah. on and stuff like that. Getting and, his YouTube and I just like, I know he's going to edit it anyway. I know <laughs> he's going to make me look stupid there. But I was just, like, thinking, 
Man, this guy, and I really felt on my heart, God was saying, just love this guy. So good. Because that's what I was really thinking. A lot of these religions, bro, have no love, man. They have, yeah. like, all, all light. Uh, I talk about it with the moon. It's all, it's, it's all light and, and cold. Yes. But the sun's, like, burning bright, bro. Yes. And I just felt, I just need to love this guy. So I just started to share the testimony with him. And I was saying, man, I was in a dark place. Mm. I thought I knew all the answers, and I didn't. And then I just found Jesus, bro. Or he found me, and I just fell in love with him. It's so good. It's so good. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was no, just okay. thinking of a quote before I forget it. And it's very much that every religion in the world is about what we can do to get to God. Yes. How can we get to God? What can we do? What yes. actions, what work can we put in place? Christianity is the only religion of God coming down to yeah. man. Kick that door open, Isn't bro. that beautiful? Kick like God open. sending his son coming yeah. in the flesh to die upon that cross yes. for us, giving his life, the son of God, the Messiah, for each and every one of us, dying in our place, paying the price for our sin, yes. going to the grave, defeating death, rising again victorious yeah. with the keys to life and just inviting us in. Well, like no other religion is about that. We don't have to do anything except exactly. say, yes, please, yes. Lord, I'm taking that Thank gift you. to the yeah. bank. There's that video that Francis Chan won and, and it's just amazing. He's just like, well, I don't have to do anything. I just have to say yes to you. I just have to invite you into my heart. I just need to be in a relationship with you. But I don't have to do anything. I don't have to celebrate on this certain day. I don't have to like eat this certain food. Yeah. Like, Where's the catch? What's the catch? What am I signing up to in eternal life? Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Wow. I think uh, what, what a way to end. Seven episodes, bro. Seven so episodes. So good. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. See you next week in two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs>